0: Welcome to the Home Inspired Podcast, where we discover the power and potential of home. Journey with a community of kingdom-minded moms as we look at the micro-nation of home and the world-changing possibilities within our own four walls. Okay, so we have on the podcast today one of my favorite people. Her name is Sarah Baldoza. And Sarah and I have known each other for
1: a little while. Yeah, over like over six years, maybe. Is that right? Yeah, maybe longer than that from like Ladybug House. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I've been at New Life for almost eight years. Okay. So if you've been there that long, not so that yeah. long. Okay. But
0: but they've you know partnered with us. Yeah. With uh, when we were in Kansas City. Okay. And all that stuff. Okay. So mm-hmm. when we would come in town, we probably yes. kind of saw each other and stuff. Yeah. like Yeah. Yep. But, um, Sarah has an incredible story just of, um, Jesus working mm-hmm. in her life and, um, you were a single mom mm-hmm. for quite some time yep. and kind of encountered Jesus in that time. You'll share more about that. Mm-hmm. And then you just recently got married. Yeah. And so now you're working to blend this family together right. <laughs> and it's a good, it's a good yeah. labor of love. Yes. yeah So, um. Will you just share with us just a little bit about kind of your background and um, maybe like Mm -hmm. the bullet point version of how you came to be where you are now?
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I grew up um, just in, I guess I'd say a a bigger family. Um, I'm the oldest of six kids and I just come from, there's a lot of brokenness in my family. Um, my mom had me when she was really young, she was a teenager and then I, um, she got married, had five kids and, um, and so anyways, just got to see like not a healthy marriage and just a lot of issues there. And so around the same time that they were separating, um, I got pregnant, sorry about that. I got pregnant when I was 14 years old. Um, and so, um, even before then, I guess I will share that. I grew up going to church with my grandma on Sundays, and so I knew a lot of stories about the Bible. I knew a lot of stories in the Bible, um, but I never knew that they were for me Mm -hmm. and um, just didn't have a relationship with Jesus. And so uh, really when I got pregnant, that was a time where um, I just had a bunch of women who loved the Lord um, that met me at my high school. We went through a lot of transition um, in our family, And so I really was just in this season where Jesus, he had pursued me, um, I mean, way before I got pregnant, but even really then he really sent these women to pursue me and love on me and share hope with me. Um, So then I just kind of went into this season of life where I just wanted to perform. Like I wanted people to see um, the good parts of me. And Mm -hmm. so I was being, I, I was, I got to hear about Jesus over and over and over again through this ministry called Young Lives, um, and I never really could receive it for myself. And um, so I just kind of walked this, almost like this double life, um, and I started performing. So I'd let people see the good stuff, but the stuff that I was still struggling with, I would hide. Um, So anyways, all that to say, I was still with these women. They were still loving me and pursuing me. I got pregnant again right after I graduated high school. Um, so I was 18 years old. So I was 19 years old and I had two kids. Wow. Um, and that just was a season where I knew I was gonna be a single mom and do this on my own. So I came back to these women who were just faithful and loved me and that was just the love of Jesus through them and um, really was at a place where I was like, I really wanna know you Lord and I, I know that I, I know what it's like to do life apart from you. I want something different. Like, I'm not satisfied. Like, I really just wanted to be loved. And I was looking for love everywhere, um, but in the Lord. And so, um, anyways, through that process, I um, started going to Bible study, really getting plugged in um, to a church at New Life and um, who I met or where I came to. Uh, from just Ladybug House and another ministry for young moms and um, I guess I'll share this I don't know I'm open about my story so really the turning point where I really came to know the Lord um, and I really became all in with him is when I was still making the same decisions I had accepted Christ at that point um I really did want to know the Lord. I, I was learning how to have a relationship with Him and really walk with Him, and He was healing me. Um, but in that season, I did get pregnant again. So, for a third time. Um, and that just was, it was scary for me. It was, sure. and I had had two babies already, but it was really scary, I think, because I was at that point, like really wanting to follow the Lord. And there just was a ton of shame mm-hmm. um, that just, I think, covered me. And I just really, was fearful of even just people around me who love the Lord, that if they knew, I felt like now that I knew the Lord, I was supposed to be perfect. And I wasn't Mm -hmm. supposed to be having sex outside of marriage. I mean, I I knew that, but there were these things that the Lord needed to heal in me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so really learning how to walk that out and be, and and really being real with the Lord and my people and having accountability was something I had a hard time doing. And so in that, I kind of isolated from everybody, stopped going to church, decided to have an abortion, and um, so I had I had the abortion. The Lord, I mean, this is another story, but He really, you know, there were just so many signs and different things that He uh, gave me and really just was pursuing me even in that season of isolation, um, and I just kind of ignored that, and I was like, I'm going to make this decision, and then I'm going to pick up, and I'm going to just keep going, and I'm going to live for you, Jesus, and I'm going to do it right after this. Uh, that's what I thought. Anyways, and I didn't know that it was, really spiraled me into just a season of, um, depression and like deep darkness. Like that's how I can explain it. I didn't even know, um, that I would go there anyways. And so, yeah. So I think it was a few weeks after I made that decision. Um, and I had the abortion. It was, it was not easy for me to just pick up and keep going. Like nothing happened. There was just a lot. I mean, when you, Make that decision there was just a lot that the Lord needed to heal yeah. a lot of like wounds and you know things that attached itself to me that um needed to be broken and I just needed freedom so I went to I went and uh met with these ladies and I just asked for prayer that they were my mentors and I just shared with them the decision I had made and anyways when I shared that with them they just asked if they could pray for me and mm-hmm. um this was just like the most life-changing moment that I ever experienced this is where I really encountered Jesus for myself and um, as when they, they, prayed. When, they prayed, when they prayed when they prayed over me it was like they were praying over me I can't even remember what they were praying and um, as they were praying over me I I've always just I think carried a lot of shame and stuff just for being a single mom and you know having kids outside of marriage and the way I grew up like a lot of things but And I just felt like I messed up so much. Like I didn't know if the Lord would accept me. You know, I'm I'm learning and I was learning in Christ. And um, and so as they were praying over me, I had this encounter with the Lord. They didn't, I've walked through different inner healing ministries. This was not prompted. They didn't lead me to this. It was like they started praying over me and I literally had this vision as my eyes were closed that even as I was having the abortion, I saw Jesus behind me mm-hmm. um, and I saw him like holding me, even as my feet were in, you know, the stirrups, I'm laying on the table and he was weeping over me. And wow. I think I had just read a scripture. Um, I can't even remember it now, but I just read a scripture, even just talking about just the Lord weeping and even, even just the things that hurt our heart, like that hurts his heart. And so um, I'm like watching this this picture of him weeping over me, and at that moment, like I felt no condemnation. Wow. Like I just felt his love. Like I, I just, I knew how much he loved me, and I knew that his heart was hurting, not because like, look what you're doing. Like it, it wasn't. Yes, no, it wasn't like you're making this decision or you're killing this baby. It was like his heart hurt because he knew, he knew how it would affect me. Like he knew you know, the hurt and the pain and the darkness, all these things, like he knew that. And so anyways, that was a like, that was like the first encounter that I had with Jesus. And it was, I mean, that just began like this amazing relationship. And like, after that, I feel like I saw him all over the place. Mm-hmm. And um, anyways, it was huge. And it was something nobody could tell me that, mm-hmm. Jesus wasn't real or nobody could tell me that that's a lie or anything. I didn't care if no, if anyone said that to me. And it was so, it was like, he was so real. Like he was so real. Um, so anyways, that was really a point because I had felt his love for me in his heart. Like I yeah. knew it and it wasn't somebody telling me how much he loved me, but I knew his love. Yeah. And, um, and I think that was the moment that it really did make me want to change everything. So there was still just this, you know, these Things in my life that I needed healed, um, but I felt I was able to do it because I had encountered His love, and and I was learning how I can have that all the time, and I can go to that place all the time. And so, anyways, even after that, I literally remember being in church and at Bible study. I mean, everywhere and every single time, like we worshipped, I would just weep. Like mm-hmm. I literally, I feel like I just went through a season, like literally for four months, every single time, any kind of worship or any time. Anybody talked about God, I just would weep. Like mm. I just would weep. It was so real to me. Mm. And in that, he, I know he was healing just wow. a ton. Um, Can you speak to the yeah.
0: to some of the maybe just one or two that the Holy Spirit might highlight? Just of the things that you really felt like were core to you getting whole and healed. Like yeah. the things that were driving you to find love in all those places yeah. that were. Yeah, you know, not Jesus' best. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so I think really just um, I think there were a lot of things. I I did not grow up having a dad. I um, I really wanted to be loved by a man. Mm-hmm. I and that was a big deal. And I my mom is such a nurturer and she cares for people so well. Um, she does a good job with that. But I think even just. Watching some of her process, I mean, just everyone in my family, like always looking for love from a, man, from a man. And like, I just, I I so wanted that love. I think it really was just the love of the Father. And I did not know that. And so that was, um, I did go to, uh, go through, I had quite a few sozo sessions and Which literally, is like an inner healing it's an inner, yeah, inner ministry. healing prayer ministry. Yeah. And, like the first, it was so crazy because I didn't even put this on my paper or anything. But like the first, immediately, it was like the Lord wanted to heal that father wound in me mm. and sh- reveal himself to me as a father. And that is what I was searching for. And so I feel like even growing up, I just searched for approval. I wanted someone to like me and to love me. <laughs> like yeah. I wanted... Um, to be noticed, you know, I wanted to be noticed. And I think I grew up too, just with a lot of siblings, a lot of, you know, I feel like it was really easy for me to feel just quiet or like I was just, I don't know, just some, a nobody or, you know, and so, and I think I grew up like really in a lot of poverty too. And so I just felt overlooked and I felt like I just was not good enough. Um, so I think that did drive me to like, I wanted to feel that. So I was searching for that in specifically like, guys or, and men. And so, um, so yeah, I went through Sozo, but then I think really just, um, I love to worship and I just find that the Lord, I don't even know if this is a question that you ask, but find that sometimes I just put worship music on and there's just things that even in that, like, sometimes I'll just weep before the Lord and it's just like me and him. I think even just when I had that encounter even when I walked through some of these inner healing ministries, I think I just, there were like tools that I had to learn that like I can connect with the Lord like that all the time. And it doesn't have to be somebody leading me in that or facilitate it. Like I can connect with Him like that all the time. And um, so that is something I think just really powerful. Just yeah. so um, I'm not sure what the question was anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just but,
0: things that you um, felt like you really needed to be healed from what yeah. you, uh, you talked yes. about with a father wound. Yeah. So then, so you had this encounter, uh-huh. and this was when mm-hmm. your kids were how old?
1: Um. So my son, I remember, was about two. And uh, so that means my daughter would have been about six years old. Okay. So, yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: And how long mm-hmm. ago was
1: that? So that was actually just, like, maybe five and a half years ago. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So talk to me about how you feel that the Lord began to kind of put
1: um,
0: your family, like order your family and the culture Mm -hmm. of your family in Mm -hmm. a different way. Yeah. Did he start to shift your understanding of what it meant to be a mom and Mm -hmm. what it meant to raise kids and all of that and Mm -hmm. just... Talk to me about that.
1: Yeah, Um, I would say, like, this is part of my story that I share a lot of time when I share my testimony, that there was just, I think I was watching, like, I was watching me repeat a lot of the things that, you know, I've seen in my family, like, for my mom or my aunts or all these things, I was watching this, and yes, and so I think he really brought that to my attention, and he wanted to heal that and, like, break these cycles, and I didn't really know how, like where to start with that. And so, um, but I just remember he just really started giving me this heart for my kids. I felt like, um, (laughs) I was talking about that today, but like our mornings just seemed crazy. This was like the beginning. This was a huge testimony for me. So, because I had like encountered, um, or I had just experienced, I had a lot of women leading me to the Lord, pointing me to Jesus, Mm -hmm. had a lot of. Bible studies that I went to, but just, I was learning how to connect with the Lord for myself. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I just remember somebody gave me this Jesus calling devotional. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I was learning, like, look up the, you know, it has like a short paragraph and, and then look up those scriptures. And like, um, somebody was teaching me how to pray God's word over mm-hmm. my kids and over my situation. And so I was like, I'm just going to start there. And so, at the time, I remember we lived in um, an independent living program. At the time, we were living at, like, a hotel. And so we just had one bed. My kids are in the bed, and I just was, like, I I grew up in a house of yellers. And so I just would yell at them all the time, like, if they didn't listen. Or, and I was, like, I don't want to yell at them. Like, I remember... It was like, as the Lord started changing me, like he was giving me different eyes to see them. And I would see like sometimes when I would yell at them, like their countenance would be different. Mm-hmm. It was like, and I was like, I don't want to do that to them. Like, oh. I don't want to hurt them, but I, I'm i not sure how to do it. Like, I don't really know how to parent them. Wow. And so, um, so it was like they, they were in bed and I sat on the floor next to uh, the bed that we slept in. And I opened up my Jesus calling and I started, um, I'm not sure it was a scripture about peace and that passed all understanding. And so I start praying, like, God, would you give us peace? Like, as we get up in the morning, like, I don't want to be yelling at my kids, getting them ready. Like, my daughter was just, you know, what I mean, they're just like in preschool. I mean, they're young. Right. And so I was like, can you just give me peace? Like, help me. And um, and so I just was praying that. And so it literally, I feel like for two weeks, I was like praying specifically for peace in the mornings getting them ready and it and then two weeks had passed by I forgot that I was praying that and literally like our mornings started becoming so smooth and it was like huge for me I was like oh my gosh like this works like that was like prayer works like this is real you're real you know and I think that he just started giving me just different eyes to see them and so even in that I think I was surrounded by a ton of uh families and specific like specifically like women in the church that I, he planted me in there just around communities where I started even as I was visiting with families or you know they'd come to church I'd see that they would do life differently and and I see the way they would talk to their kids so gentle and I was like I had such a desire to do that I just didn't know how you know mm-hmm. and um and so I feel like he would start he just kind of start giving me vision for, he, he gave me vision for like to be a mom. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not like, but anyways, um, I forgot the question again, but yeah, so that's, I think where it kind of started. Yeah. That's yeah. That's where it started. So, yeah.
0: So, um, so interesting to me Mm -hmm. that you, you began to see those moms in church Mm -hmm. and they were talking so gently Mm -hmm. and in your heart, you, you didn't, I could see how you would think, well, that's just not me. Mm -hmm. That's like, Mm -hmm. they came from they, yeah, those people over there came from this background. Mm -hmm. And I came from a different background. But somehow Mm -hmm. you were able to identify with them and learn from them. Yeah. And so it made me think, man, God must have done such a powerful work in your Mm -hmm. identity.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And to be able to identify Mm -hmm. with the with the family of God yeah, as opposed to, mm-hmm. like, I'm one of you. Yeah. And if you can do it, I can do it. yeah. You know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. So how,
1: um
0: tell me about that. Like, yeah. was that in that prayer session yeah. when you saw Jesus weeping over mm-hmm. you, was that when your identity mm-hmm. began to change, mm-hmm. you think? Mm-hmm. Or were there some other very, like, you know, important yeah. moments in that? Yeah.
1: No, I think that is where... I would say that it would start, it started, and even that is, even when I share with other girls, like um, even in young lives that are single moms, like I share with them that I did, I saw myself apart from these ladies, and that's why I was like, I was hearing all these stories, and it was like, yeah, that's great, like, great for I you, you know? That. And so, <laughs> and so I, um, but I think it was, I, we, as I after I had that encounter with the Lord, I I really was like, Okay, I wanna get plugged in. And so I started going to Bible study at um Ladybug House and Mm -hmm. that they worked a ton on identity Mm -hmm. and who God says that we are. And um and so I remember literally like there was something so powerful in that encounter that like even as I started going to Bible study like as I as we would get into the word and as you know, even they were they focused so much on us, even we did a study of Song of Songs, which was like the the most amazing study for me, even just learning just about being the bride of Christ, um, which was right. huge. I I am a visual person, so I really started having all these like encounters with the Lord where I saw myself that like beautiful, like I saw Mm -hmm. the way he looked at me and I like specifically would see myself in like a white dress or like a wedding dress. And Mm -hmm. even just like, I think it's Isaiah that talks about even just, you know, just him putting, you know, that we have these like, uh, royal garments and even just, you know, there are scriptures about him putting the robe of righteousness on us and the ring on our finger. Like I learned like to see that, but I think, um, I was going to talk about, there was I think specifically there was just so much shame that the enemy always tried to bring against me, whether it's me growing up really uh, poor or just feeling like less than. And then I had a then I had two kids before I was 20. And then and so I think all that I it was like these things that the world and the enemy like tried to define like used to define me. And so then I when I started learning, like, there was even, like, this declaration sheet of, like, who we are. Like, I am a daughter of the king. I am beautiful. I am strong That's and good. courageous. Like, all I you know, I remember they would tell us, like, these women, even in Bible study, was, like, read it over yourself. And it doesn't matter if you don't feel like it. Like, if you Absolutely. don't, because this is God's word. And as you read it over yourself, like, you might just feel like I'm just reading it. But there will be, like, these moments that it will be become so real, real for you. Yeah. And so in that, like I have like, anyways, there's all these crazy testimonies, but specifically over the one that, you know, that I am beautiful in song of songs that says, you know, uh, you are all together. Beautiful. My darling, there is yeah. no flaw in you. I remember that was like one of the huge, like, you know, uh, I guess testimonies that I had because, um, I'll make it super short, but anyways, I end up going back. There's this crazy story about my biological father, which um, is as long as I will to share. But anyways, there just was this thing that happened. I felt like the Lord told me to go and see him. He lived in Colorado. I asked my aunt to come with me. And um, there just was a lot of hurt in that situation. I didn't know him at all growing up. And I really just felt like the Lord gave me peace to go back and visit him. I wanted to know if he knew the Lord um all these different things and so and I just felt like there were a lot of things that I was supposed to tell him in that I literally remember going there was so much um healing that the Lord was doing in my heart even on our way there but specifically I remember that was one of the things I declared over myself over and over again and I was like leaving Colorado and I remember this worship song I was singing it over and over again Amanda Cook Wonder and it was saying Mm. that um You are beautiful in all your ways. It was like, you know, her singing to the Lord. But I really felt like as I was leaving, I'm like looking at these mountains and the Lord was telling me that you are beautiful (laughs) in all your ways. And I, I just felt like I saw just this picture of like, um, even from the moment of conception, whenever I was conceived, like there was just so much that the enemy tried to bring like against my mom and, against me and I just felt like he was showing me that like he planted me like in my mom in my family like specifically to bring restoration and to bring hope in the way that I know Jesus like he wanted me to share that with my family and I felt like he was just showing me my life as he was restoring me And he was showing me just, like, pictures of me. Like, even from the time I was young, like, Jesus holding me and rocking me. And even though I didn't have my biological father, that he was there. And I just felt like he was showing me, you are beautiful. Like, I created you beautiful. Like, I placed you in this family. And even though sometimes I used to feel like, gosh, dang, I wish I would have grew up different. Like, I wish my family would have had money and like I wish they would have known Jesus you know it was like he was showing me like no like you're here for a reason and it's beautiful and so I think I started seeing like well wow, I am beautiful not just on the outside not just appearance and that too like looking at myself and telling myself I am beautiful you are beautiful that was really huge for me and uh that was when I think that anyways the lord just started breaking that shame off of me. And, and I just really had some key scriptures that I really held on to shame and condemnation. I feel like was like the biggest, like things that tried to come against me. And so I like really declared all the time that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because I'm like, I remember even just like really struggling with this sexual morality and even like you know, the next day or the next, you know what I mean? It was like feeling like, I can't go to Bible study. Like I can't go to church and like really declaring these out. Like I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, like days or weeks after, because I would always measure myself. Like, oh, my gosh, I've gone, like, so many weeks without having sex. Like, I'm I, yes, you know, and Jesus. so, like, oh, my gosh, like, and, and so I, I did, I would measure myself, and then the moment that I would, you know, mess up or slip up, it was like I would beat myself up, and I, and so I think really having those scriptures to declare um, really helped me come out of that, and, um and then some inner healing stuff, like, too just Learning of like what 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 is the root of shame? Like when did I first feel that? And just working through some of that stuff. So yeah, yeah. 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 So that's good. There's that was huge identity seasons, but I think I'm still even learning more, like a lot more. There's a lot to that, but that's kind of where it started. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: that's good. So do you feel like um, this is a this is a little bit of a of a change in topic. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like some of the poverty that you grew up in, that God has somehow changed that or changed your vision for what you want your kids to have? Mm -hmm. Or um, how has he been working on that in you?
1: Yeah. Um, I would say like, yeah, there is, I'm trying to think, sorry, I'm processing right now. Um, I would say, like, even, like, there's a lot, I think, that he's, like, stripping away even <laughs> in this poverty mindset, but more than that, I think that, man, I'm just realizing, like, that is just kind of, like, that's a huge thing, that's, like, a huge Uh, I don't know, I guess you could even say chain or just, it's like a mindset that needs to be broken or stripped away. He's renewing that as he's he's replacing that, you know, just with kingdom mindsets. But just in general, I mean, there's just a ton. There's like so many things I can't even, but I think, sorry, I'm processing. I'm a little processor. Yes, no, it's good, it's good. (laughs) Um, I really just feel like, as I look at my babies, like there's so much that I, sometimes there are things that I see like in them that I'm like, I used to feel like fearful, like, oh no, like I'm recreating that. I didn't mean to do that. Like, you know, and I think that the Lord is really just giving me a vision of like, there, I wish I could like, I don't know, I'm like trying to describe it, but I think that he's really given me, he's given me such a heart of like the things that he's brought the healing that he's brought to me, like, he's showing me, I think, even just, like, creative ways. Like, there are things in my kids, like, me just being honest, like, that the Lord needs to heal in them. A lot of things, right? there. And so, but I feel like he's given me, as he's healing me, I know that, like, these things are going to be passed down to them. Like, he's, like, I don't know, I feel like even just speaking to um, just some of those places, like, he'll give me, he'll show me even just things in my daughter even just the way that she looks at herself or the you know just he's he's even giving me strategies and ideas of how to teach her just about her identity Mm. I'm not sure I think I got confused by the question (laughs) so um well
0: you're talking about leaving your kids an inheritance yeah Mm -hmm. of breakthrough Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and revelation yeah and that's Mm -hmm. so powerful yeah yeah right? mm-hmm. like the victories that you've won you're passing yes. you to pass on to them yes and i was speaking specifically about mm-hmm. like just you were you were talking about the the shame that you felt of just mm-hmm. growing up so poor yeah and kind of felt like you mm-hmm. weren't noticed and different mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. and, and i was wondering if um even just having i mean just the sheer practical value of having two incomes mm-hmm. or to having two mm-hmm. two, two adults yeah. in the home right you know, that changes mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. economically even
1: absolutely
0: and so I'm wondering if you know if God's given you and you and John mm-hmm. like a vision for that or if yeah it's still in the works or, yeah that's what I was gonna say I yeah. think
1: that it's still in the works I think that's why I'm like I can't quite identify sure. it I think it's still in the works I think that what I'm noticing is that like there are some things without me saying or focusing on intently, I do think that he's already doing because of the stuff that he's healing in me. Like that's what I think I'm learning that it's like, it's like a mindset more than just like these things to do. Like he will give me things to do out of, out of that. But, um, but yeah, I think, and as I look like they are growing up completely different, even as I was a single mom, like this was so crazy to me that like, even just learning that he really is like my provider and he's a father to the fatherless like I remember just him blowing me away with things like learning that like okay sure like their biological dad isn't in their life or you know like even just you know statistics like you know of like a single mom I still didn't make a lot but I feel like there was just this mindset that he was renewing of even just him being our provider and, and taking care of us because I mean say like me asking the Lord like okay, God, instead of me having this mindset of like, I don't have enough money for clothes. I don't have enough money to get them food. Like, what am I, I feel like the Lord started showing me these crazy ways. Like, as I started asking him, like he literally, like there were people, there were people that he would bring that would be like, um, hey, I want to take your kids school shopping, <laughs> you know, back to school shopping. There's even this family that was like, I want to take your kids and get new winter clothes. Or, and even just like, there, were, there's this family that literally my daughter went and like, so this sounds bad me saying it, but he she went and sat on this man's lap. That's weird. But it was like at a church Christmas party. He looked like he looked like Santa Claus, anyways. And so, and just that there was like this divine connection. And literally, I don't even know how many years ago that was. Maybe like nine no. years ago. They have they have been um, sending us like a hundred dollar gift cards for food and different things like that. So I feel like he's really showing me just a different way of like you know not looking at my life like in lack like mm-hmm. he has creative ways to provide mm-hmm. and i think there still is a lot that he's stripping away from me even just with that poverty mindset yeah. but i feel like he's shown up in these crazy ways that it might not be always like money you know but it's like these other like there's you know like as i ask for things he's like i'm going to provide and it's not always the way that i think it's going to yeah. look um and just anyways so that was something I was thinking about yeah
0: yeah that's no, mm-hmm. really good mm-hmm. that's so different because it's one thing to just feel like you're like what um our pastor says like you know you're on a fixed income mm-hmm. like God fix your income yes because yes you can feel like there's just this cap mm-hmm. on your life mm-hmm. financially and like there's I there's nothing I can do about it and so yeah. I'm just gonna do the best I can and probably yeah. go in debt and, you know, yeah. that kind of yeah. thing. And that's mm-hmm. just what I have to do. I got it. I have to mm-hmm. do what I have to do. Mm-hmm. But then it's like the minute that you begin to engage God in mm-hmm. a way, in a in a childlike place of like, okay, I'm trusting you. Like you are my provider mm-hmm. and like I need a coat for my son. You know, yeah. whatever yes. it is, whatever yeah. it is. And then it's like, he is just like, boom, let, yeah. me, let me rush in yeah. to show you that mm-hmm. I heard you mm-hmm. and relationally that you can yeah. trust me. And mm-hmm. then he builds that trust. Yeah. And I love that. I yeah. just love, I mm-hmm. love, love, love that. And it's so cool just mm-hmm. that he, I mean, he's already been working on that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. good. So... Um, so you, you recently got married. Yep. Seven months ago. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I I'm curious because we're gonna do for everybody listening, we're gonna mm-hmm. do part two yeah. of the Sarah Baldosa mm-hmm. story, which is mm-hmm. more about the last seven months of yeah. kind of working through and, and your love story too, because everybody yeah. loves a love story. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. The
1: love story. Mm-hmm. Everybody
0: loves a love yep. story. That's right.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: so funny. But um Tell me about the ways that before, before you met John, mm-hmm. the ways that you see how God provided, or sorry, how God prepared you mm-hmm. to be a bride. Yeah. And, and it wasn't mm-hmm. just, this was not just like, hey, I'm going to be a bride, like to some guy that I met at the bar. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going to believe, mm-hmm. this was, no, you're shifting gears completely yeah. to believe in God. Yeah for yeah. the man that he has yes. for you. Yeah. And that's a mm-hmm. big mm-hmm. change. Yeah. So tell yeah. me about that. Like how what was there was there a season in there where there particular moments where he shifted your mindset mm-hmm. with regard to marriage and all that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I think even just kind of like what I was sharing with you, I think it talked a lot about just just him giving me vision for parenting, <laughs> like a new vision. Um, I think it was the same thing with marriage. I feel like I started seeing all these marriages around me and, um, that were healthy, that were different than anything that I saw growing up. And, um, and I mean, nobody's perfect, but I feel like he just started giving me a vision of like, oh my gosh, like I want a man like this. You know what I mean? Even just friends that would invite Like, I just remember specific couples that would invite me and the kids over for dinner with them and just the way they did life. And I was like, I want that. I want that. And um, really just, I think even just there was like so many times I got to a place where a lot of the... I don't know. I just want to share this, but a lot of times, like even just, you know, if you have these hard relationships or even your kids, fathers or whatever, and, you know, sometimes people get stuck on like, oh my gosh, it didn't work out. Or, you know, obviously there, there's a way that the Lord wants us to do it, um, do family and just be married and have kids. And there's a reason he wants it that way because he loves us and he knows all that, you know, that comes with it. But I think even just me realizing like, um, gosh, God, I am just so thankful that I'm so thankful that there was just a lot of like brokenness that he saved me from and just abusive relationships and stuff um, in my past that I feel like I got to see that like, oh my gosh, like, even though it seemed like I was a single mom and like, this is hard, but I feel like it could have been a lot worse. Like there were just ways that he was showing me because anyways, I can share on this at a time, but marriage is like, it's not, um, you really want to have someone I feel like he just really showed me, like, I really want to have someone who loves the Lord and who has the same values. Like, we might be different for sure, but really has, a, you know, just a perspective for our families to see our families, you know, our family grow up in Christ. And anyways, I got off topic. There was something I was going to share. He started giving me vision for uh, for marriage. And so this this is cool. Um, I'm not even sure when it was. Um how long ago it was, but I don't know if someone told me this or I just started praying for my husband and Mm -hmm. me and the kids actually started praying together. And so, I mean, I feel like it might've been like three or four years ago um, where I really, I didn't even think about praying for my husband, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, and so I think my kids were walking through specifically, my son was walking through like, why isn't my dad here? And like, Mm -hmm. why, you know, asking me these questions. And I, Just, I think as I start, as I, the Lord was showing, uh, revealing himself to me, it is my father, you know, God, the father, like I really wanted him to know that. And so we started praying. I was like, I know, you know, your dad's not here, but just want to tell you, like, God is a good father. Like he's a father to you. It says that he's a father to the fatherless. And I, I'm i not sure if someone gave me this idea or, but I just started, you know, telling them like, let's pray. Like, let's pray that God would bring you. And then we always say like, God would bring you a daddy. Like God's going to mm-hmm. bring you a new daddy. And so every night before we would go to bed, we'd always pray like every night, every night, every night before we go to bed, we would pray that God would bring Jada and Jace a new daddy and that he would bring mommy's husband you know and so and we just and so then I think that just built on like I remember even just writing out lists like I want him to love the Lord more than he loves me you know like all these things um just about like who I wanted him to be and and you know the Lord knows better than I do like who I who I needed you know he's not gonna be perfect but it was like all there were just I just started asking the Lord for these things so then um then this was cool I wrote it down. I, I I felt like the Lord was telling me to dream, and this was probably I think this was three years ago. Um, it was a summer. He was telling me to dream, and so I got a board, like a whiteboard, and I wrote on the top of it "Dream Girl Dream," and I just felt like the Lord was telling me like to write out all these dreams. So I started writing out. First, it was just like career things, or right? you know what I mean, and like yeah. things I wanted to do, and and then I was like, I want to write a book, like. I want to go to school for ministry. I want to, you know, I want to worship. And then I felt, he was like telling me to be specific. And I was like, and so I started writing on there, just my husband, like all these things, all the qualities that I wanted in my husband and just really just him to, to be so in love with Jesus. And I was writing. Uh, on there. Like, I want a house, God. I I want a house with a porch because I want to have a swing on the front porch. I want it to be a fenced in yard because I want a dog. Like, you know, and like the, and I, I was like asking him, like, God, I, I would love to have a new car. Like I would love to, you know, Um, I can't even remember that. I want to be debt free. Like I want to, you know, just these things that, you know, just some, the smallest thing and the biggest things. And so, I wrote that on there. So then this began this crazy journey. So I wrote on there even just Ephesians 3.20, you know, just Mm -hmm. that the Lord would do immeasurably more than all that I can ask or imagine. And these scriptures and stuff. And so I started declaring these scriptures. Then this happens. So like I am, first I'm like looking for, we're getting ready to move. I wanted to move out of this place that we were in. And I wasn't even looking to move in a house because I was like, I can't really afford that. I mean, that's what my thinking was. And so then I, you know, uh, work for this ministry. So this is three years ago. And this girl that I work with, um, someone had told me about her dad and they were like, I'll tell her dad. He like, you know, rents houses out or whatever. So anyways, then he like gives me a call and he was like, I have this nice house that you might want to rent. And he was like, um, you know, the price is this much, but I'll, rent it to you cheaper. Cause I know, I mean, it was just a God thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So we go and look at this house and it has this huge front porch <laughs> and it has a fenced in backyard. And it was oh, just wow. like, oh my gosh, God, like I was so specific. So then right after that, uh, I was like, okay, thank you Lord. You know? And so we move in, then I, I had, um, not even sure. I think my car had broke down I'm, like, using this car that someone from the ministry, like, you know, let me use for, like, two months. And then someone, like, gives me this car, totally, like... I, did, I was off Facebook for a while. I was, like, fasting from Facebook. They raised all these funds for me on Facebook with this GoFundMe. And so and then someone gave me a car. And then I had money to put into the car to get it fixed or whatever, you know. And it was a van. So, I mean, just a, the Lord just provided in these crazy ways. I didn't have to spend a penny. And I actually wow. gained more. So, anyways, then I had this van. And, and it was just such a blessing. Amazing. It, it was an older van. Um, but I, I was really, you know, I was working on saving up money. The Lord provided a car. And then anyways, I had a friend whose husband was selling this car. And so anyways, then I bought this car. It wasn't new, but I mean, it was like a new used car. So then I was like, I love this car. So then the Lord gave me a car and I specifically asked him like, Oh my gosh, God. And I was like, telling him, thank you so much. And, I remember this list and I said, you know, like, I just had this like conversation with the Lord that like, it would be so awesome if you brought my husband next, (laughs) you know? And I did, I asked him for that. And then I don't even know, I feel like it was in a couple months I met um, John and it was just so cool because I didn't even like know about him he wasn't on the radar or anything. But even just as my kids were praying, I wrote it on a board. It was like, oh, and then we went to this camp where I take these, where, where I go, I, where I met Jesus at and I take some other young moms with me. And, um, anyways, there was a leader that went with me. And one time I just crazy, like she just had it on her heart. She was telling me about her daughter and about her daughter meeting her husband. And then she said, um, she was telling me that she would pray for him, for him like every night, Mm -hmm. you know, and just her husband and, Anyways, and I looked at her with tears in my eyes and I was like, Will you pray for my husband? Mm. <laughs> and she was like, Yes. And so, literally, she just stopped right there. I just, I mean, it was just this beautiful moment that she just stopped and prayed for my husband. And she was like, We're going to pray your husband in. Anyways, um, this was before I asked God, Could you bring my husband next? So, that was like literally like a year after she prayed for me, the Lord brought my husband. So, wow. anyways, those so were just cool. some cool things. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So.
0: Okay, awesome. so we have to wrap,
1: mm-hmm. wrap this up, yeah,
0: because you have to go get your daughter. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. um, tell me, um, it just like very briefly, mm-hmm. if you could say something to someone who was mm-hmm. in your shoes, yeah, um, mm-hmm. you know, ten years ago, yeah, what would you? What you talk to mm-hmm. you talk to young women all the time because you work with yeah you work with young lives yeah. now mm-hmm. and you work with women and anyone who wants to support you can mm-hmm. f- feel free to support you. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> but, um, and your work cause you're doing great work, but, yeah. um, uh, you talk to young women all the time who are and were mm-hmm. in, in your position. Yep. What, what do you say to them?
1: Yeah, I think I wrote all these things out, even like when I was preparing for this and on my way here, I just felt like the Lord, um, was telling me, talked about it a little bit, but, think just to um not to stay in a place of shame Mm. I think that there's just so much shame that um the enemy wants to put on women and single moms and make them feel different and less than um but I think even just like sometimes even just different ways society might do that or you know sometimes the worldly culture and so that's why I would say not to stay in that place of shame like that the Lord um, has good plans for you and you just, you have a beautiful redemption story. (laughs) You know, Mm. I think that's what he's showing me that this is such a beautiful, beautiful redemption story. And he comes and does so much restoration and it is, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Every single part of your story, even the lowest parts or parts that you don't even want people to know. Like it is so beautiful. And I think and just to focus on sometimes you want to be good, a good mom or good, you know, for your husband or whatever that the Lord might bring. But just to focus on getting yourself healthy Mm -hmm. is huge. And learning and learning to receive the Lord's love, because I think I've just noticed that unless I'm healthy and unless I know God's love, I cannot love my kids well. Can't love myself well, you know, and so I think that is huge. That I feel like the Lord is just showing me, like, you need to get healthy. Like, there's all these things that I want to do, but He wants to heal my heart yeah. and bring healing to me. So that way I can pass that down to my kids. That way I can love them so, well or do anything in life well. It's like okay. I need to receive His love. So, yeah, that's it. And
0: not operating under that shame is yes. the first
1: Yes. Step
0: number one. Yes. And just if there was someone listening right now uh-huh. and you were like, ah, how do I get out? How do I take the first step to getting yeah. out? Like if I just wanted to do, if yeah. I could do one thing yes. to take that first step of getting out of the shame,
1: Yeah. what would it be? Um, I would say I've just had so many different things. I am like a – I think that even just – you know, I want to say like declaring who God says that you are over yourself. But if you don't know that, or if you don't know scripture, if you don't know what does God say about me, I mean, you could look at it. I would say to get into, I mean, there's a couple things, get into good community Mm -hmm. with people who love the Lord. Mm -hmm. And if you even are at a place or a church that, you know, you don't feel accepted or loved well, some of that stuff I know we can carry ourselves, but like, You know, be with people who love you well and love the Lord well. And if, you know, if where you are, I just, I grew up even just with things in church that sometimes I wasn't always loved well, the church I was at before, then I, I just really would tell you to, you know, ask the Lord, like personally ask him, like, tell him, be vulnerable. I don't know what you say about me. I don't even know. Like, if you don't have community, Lord, would you bring me people, bring me my people you know, to love me and teach me who I am in Christ, like, because he will, he will, you know, just that alone, like he will hear you. But really, I would tell you, like really declaring what God says about you over yourself, even when you look in, look at yourself in the mirror, declaring who he says that you are. And also I'm a huge advocate for inner healing. Like I just am because I have been healed so much. And so there's, different ministries. I, I, I love Sozo done God encounter, but you know, there's even Christian therapists and, you know, the other places like that. I think that that is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and you got to find your people. I think yeah. find your people, find your God people. That is a big deal. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Great. Mm-hmm. Thanks Sarah.
1: Yes. Thank you for letting me do this. Yeah. This was awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and we'll we'll await part 2 mm-hmm. the love story and yep. the blending of a mm-hmm. kingdom family yep that'll be great yes
1: it'll be good <laughs> all right thanks sarah bye
0: thank you so much for joining us today Please check out our website at homeinspired.org for more resources. And if you want to connect with me in person, email me at naomi at homeinspired.org. Thanks again.